In this bulletin, Attorney General Mark Dreyfus warns Australians against travelling to Lebanon. A young boy in Victoria loses his life after being struck by a branch. And in football, Manchester City come from behind to beat Everton 1-3. Good afternoon, I'm Peggy Giacomelos and this is the latest from the SBS Newsroom. Attorney General Mark Dreyfus has warned all Australians that official warnings remain in place against travelling to Lebanon. It comes after two Australian brothers, Ibrahim and Ali Bazi, who had travelled to South Lebanon, lost their lives overnight after an Israeli attack in the area. The wife of Ibrahim Bazi, Sharuk Kamud, has also been killed in the attack. Lebanese group Hezbollah, which Australia recognises as a terrorist organisation, has claimed one of the brothers, 30-year-old Ali, as one of of their own members. The Attorney-General has said Australia stands firmly against the loss of civilian lives. In the context of the current conflict, Australia has consistently called for civilian lives to be protected and we have consistently raised our concerns about the risk of this conflict spreading. It is why we have been working with countries who have influence in the region to prevent further escalation and it is why we have been advising Australians not to travel to Lebanon. Memorial services are going to be held for the three today and tomorrow at the Al-Zahra Mosque in Sydney. A young boy has lost his life after being struck by a falling tree branch in Victoria's north. According to Victoria Police, the primary school-aged boy was with his family on a private property at Gawangadi near Shepparton when he was found injured just before 8am on Thursday. He died on the spot from his injuries, which police said were caused when a large branch fell from the tree. Officers said they will prepare a report for the coroner. Victoria has been lashed by wild weather in recent days with three people dying during storms in the state over the Christmas break. The bodies of a man and a woman were found at Bukhan in the state's east after a camping area was hit with flash flooding on Boxing Day. The Israeli military says its forces are fighting in a number of locations in central Gaza and it's expanding its operations in a city in the south of the territory. Thousands of Palestinian families have fled Israel's expanding ground offensive with the military launching heavy strikes across the centre and south of the territory. The newly displaced have fled from refugee camps in central Gaza targeted in the latest phase of Israel's ground assault. One of the camps, Burech, has come under heavy bombardment throughout the night as Israeli troops moved in. Israeli Defence Forces Minister Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari has said during an update on the conflict that the Israeli military has been fighting in Burech for the past three days. Our forces are fighting in a number of central locations in Gaza, one in the area called Al-Burej, the area of the central camps, where we are on the third day of the attack there, killing many terrorists and destroying terrorist infrastructure. The second is Khan Yunis, Khan Yunis in the south of Strip, a major terrorist centre of Hamas, where we expanded the operation. Today we added another division to this area and we continue to operate there, using new fighting methods above ground and below it. 
The United States has announced it will provide a further $250 million worth of military equipment to Ukraine in support of the nation's attempt to fight off the Russian invasion. Comes after US President Joe Biden announced a $200 million package towards the country earlier in December. The newest military package includes AT-4 anti-armour systems, artillery and small arms ammunition. It has been made available thanks to US foreign policy tool known as the Presidential Drawdown Authority, which allows for the speedy delivery of Department of Defence stocks to the US's allies. The White House has drawn criticism recently for its continued financial support towards the war in Ukraine, with senior Republicans insisting on concessions on border security as part of the agreement. In football, Manchester City have come from behind to beat Everton 1-3 at Goodison Park to climb back up to the top four of the Premier League ladder with a game to play. Jack Harrison gave Everton the lead just before the half-hour mark, but the citizens managed to score three goals in the second 45 half and win the three points. Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola has said he's pleased with his team's second-half display. Meanwhile, at Stamford Bridge Chelsea were able to break the deadlock with Crystal Palace thanks to an 89th minute penalty by Noni Maduke to claim a 2-1 win. I'm Peggy Giacomelos and that's the latest from the SBS newsroom. We are really pleased for the victory, for the way we played, except after conceding a goal when we were playing really good and he had chances. But the second half we increased our rhythm, we play more direct to the wingers and make a lot of runners and yeah, it was really, really good. I'm Peggy Giacomelos and that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.